0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bang podcast. I'm your host, Amy Simon. Thank you for being with me today, and thanks for listening. Before we jump into this week's episode, let's go and talk about some of the news you may have missed this week. Our top story. Now, I'm sure everyone has seen it by now, but at the 94th Oscars, Will Smith slap toes Chris Rock in the face after Chris made a GI Jane joke about Will's wife, Jada Pickens Smith, who recently revealed that she is suffering from alopecia, a disease. That causes hair loss. After the now trending slap, Will proceeds to yell back from his seat in intense profanity. That I'm not going to say here about Chris keeping his wife's name out of his mouth. Will then went on to win Best Male Actor of the Year, where during his acceptance speech can be seen crying, saying that love will sometimes make you do crazy things. Now, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences said that Will was asked to leave Sunday's Oscar ceremony after hitting Chris but refused to do so. Many celebrities have come to Chris's defense, including Alec Baldwin, Zoe Kravitz, and Jim Carrey. But some have also come to Will's defense, including Tiffany Haddish and former One Directioner Liam Payne. The Academy followed up with a statement on Monday saying that it condemns the actions of Mr. Smith at last night's show. They also announced that they have officially started a formal review around the incident and will explore further action and consequences. We'll apologize on social media, saying violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. Directly apologizing to Chris. On Wednesday night, Chris spoke out about the incident, saying, I'm still processing it. I will talk about it and it will be serious and it will be funny. But not tonight. And it's not just for those sports fans, but big news for Canada. The Canadian men's soccer team has qualified for the FIFA World Cup for the first time since 1986. To put that into perspective, that's over 35 years ago. The men's team is headed to compete after defeating Jamaica this past Sunday 4-0 at Toronto's BMO Field. And whether you're a filmmaker or film enthusiast, the Forest City Film Festival is calling for submissions. Running from October 15th to the 29th, eligible films must have a connection to southwestern Ontario, the home region of the festival. FCFF founder and executive director Dorothy Downs says the creativity of the past two years is going to shine very brightly at the film festival this year. Evan Roel, marketing manager, said the festival highlights the importance of regional filmmaking and building London's artistic identity. Each submitted film will be judged by a panel of experts from across the Canadian film industry. The seven categories are feature narratives, short narratives, feature documentaries, short documentaries, music video, screenplay, and animation. The best film from each category will be awarded a prize at the end of the festival. Submissions will be accepted until July 15th. And speaking of the Forest City Film Festival, I think it's time to introduce this week's guests. I'm joined with the one and only Dorothy Downs, as well as Fanshawe Advanced Film Production Professor and really a teacher in all things film for all ages, Carson Heights, to talk about their return of a yearly challenge called the Forest City 48. Basically, a chance for film enthusiasts to really put their skills to the test as they race against the clock. But before I spoil too much, let's welcome Dorothy and Carson on this episode of the Interabang Podcast. Carson and Dorothy, thank you so much for joining us here in the Interrobang podcast. Thanks for having My us. My pleasure. So before we get underway, I'd love to just do a little bit of an introduction with the both of you. Love to know your, your roles and, and, and kind of just starting out there.
1: Sure. I'll start. Um, I am the executive director and the founder of the Forest City Film Festival, and um, so I kind of bring bring all the little pieces together in the festival. And there's lots of little pieces, <laughs> right, Carson?
2: Yeah, I feel like that's a gross understatement of what you do, but <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> putting the pieces together is one way. I mean, it's a giant puzzle. So there's a lot of pieces for sure. Um, and uh, I work with Dorothy in the Ontario Screen Creators Conference. I'm one of the producers. Um, so we put together on a conference every year uh, alongside the film festival. Um, in order to bring industry professionals in and to help uh, creators go to the next step uh, in their career paths, so um, I also teach at um, in the advanced filmmaking program and the TV broadcast program at Fanshawe College, and I teach high school, and I'm also a uh, content creator myself, so I keep pretty busy.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely amazing, and I know you guys. Um, it was kind of mentioned before, but you guys are again both partners in crime here and working on a something that's coming up this May for the Forest City Film Festival. So I believe it was Four City 48. So I'd love to know if you guys both want to jump in on here, but I'd love to just dive in on, on what that is and what London can expect with that. Because I know we've talked about the Forest City Film Festival and I can't wait to see it again this year, especially it'll be more in person. I'm so excited, but I'd love to dive into this project that you guys are working on together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll start and Carson can, can wrap up the pieces. I, it, this is a project. It's so, so much fun. It's um, running the weekend of May 13th to the 15th, and it is a 48 hour film challenge. So it's a, an improv act of filmmaking. Uh, it's a, a, a blast. you, get your teams together, you don't need to have any experience or you can have all the experience in the world. It really doesn't matter. It's all a matter of doing this really fun improv exercise or um, event that uh, uh, helps to stretch your creativity, build your your knowledge and your craft and, uh, um, and just have a blast while doing it. So, Carson, you know, give them an idea of the rundown of all the rules and stuff like how a 48 hour film festival works.
2: Yeah, I've participated in several 48 hour film festivals throughout my career, and they are truly, truly a lot of fun. Um, And you don't you really don't need to have a, a huge breadth of knowledge in the filmmaking world because it's a community and. Uh, We will we will hook you up with other people uh, uh, whose knowledge base complements yours. So if you are a cinematographer or if you're an editor or if you feel strongly that you're uh, that you have a good story that you can tell, uh, then we'll connect you together so that you can be a part of the the 48 hour film festival. Um, And uh, it's just it's a great way to, to, you know, expand your knowledge, build the community, and um get to know like minded individuals. So the way it kind of works is um we'll get together and uh i don't are we i don't know if we're announcing the date yet but uh yeah. oh we are uh, yep. so
1: may may, 7, may 13th is the launch day the day we start
2: Friday, but Friday.
1: and then, and then the films have to be done by uh the 15th. Yeah. But there's like the secret with the 48 hour film festival is that you are given Maybe I'm interrupting you, Carson. You were just about to say.
2: I was, but that's okay. If you want time. to go for it, so, it, right? You go for it. enthusiastic speakers, it. Dorothy and I. Our <laughs> yeah, we,
1: we both, <laughs> it's our style.
2: Yeah, our <laughs> meetings tend to run long because uh, <laughs> we, we, we have the gift of gab. So um, yeah, so we'll give you... Um, Uh, It starts off. uh, It'll be Friday the 13th. We'll be speaking. um, It'll be later in the evening and we'll be giving you a set of rules. Uh, It'll be a line of dialogue, a prop that you might have to use. And then there might be some wild cards in there as well. And then based off of that information, you need to go out and create a script, um, do all the pre-production you need, including like locations. uh, And then you have to go shoot it and then you have to edit it. And all that needs to be done within 48 hours. It's a very strict deadline if you're past that deadline by even a couple minutes then we may not enter you, be able to enter you into the contest uh then a few days later after we we're able to put all the films together we're gonna have a screening with all of the uh, everybody who has participated and we will be judging and the winner ends up with a bit of a prize so um it's really it, it's 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 a really great way because the film industry can be um very much like go 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 and there's no better way to represent that with 48 hours of just straight filming so it's a lot of it's really a ton of fun
0: that's a perfect way to put it and kirsten you mentioned that you've done some of these kind of 48 hour challenges in the past and throughout your career i'd love to dive into those experiences and kind of give even our audience here just some insight on what those 40 48 hours kind of feel like once you're immersed in it and and kind of racing against the clock i'll say (laughs)
2: Yeah, so I I've done them in several capacities. Uh, one of my favorite memories of them, though, was uh, I was pretty soon out of uh, out of film school, and I didn't know anybody in the industry outside of film school. So it was me and three of my fellow graduates, we we went right to, it was around Halloween, because it was a is a 48 hour scare fest or, um, and we it had to be Halloween or it had to be a horror short film so and again we got the props and stuff and uh we went there with a team of three and we ended up leaving with several other group members and we went right from getting the knowledge of what we, we like the line of dialogue etc and we went and had a beer together and we kind of wrote a general idea the director went out and like fledged that out with the dialogue and everything and then the next day we were shooting it i was uh assistant directing on that one and Uh, Yeah, then you have one full day of just like, it's, it's, it's really intense, because you what you think you have, you have to start cutting shots and cutting things and like, Uh, Then ideas come out of nowhere. There's no such thing as a bad idea during this time. It doesn't matter if you're what, where you are, what department you're doing or anything. Um, If you have a significant other and they pop in with a good idea, good idea always wins. Uh, So, and and then you film it and then uh, um, hopefully you're done by the Sunday or you have at least give yourself at least 24 hours to edit it because it can be time consuming. And we had some a little bit of graphics uh, as well but we had somebody uh, uh, while we were in production actually shooting who was like setting up the graphics and it's really satisfying at the end of it to just create something that's uh of ours was kind of a horror comedy I wish I could find it um <laughs> uh, it was kind of a horror comedy about a werewolf in a wheelchair and uh <laughs> and uh, and the challenges of being a werewolf in a wheelchair and um and it was just, yeah, we and then we got to get all together in a movie theater, which was packed. And it's a different experience when you're watching these things because your peers are alongside you laughing and realizing that the mess ups that you have on screen are related to the fact that you only had 12 hours of the film, a short <laughs> film. So um, it's it just, it's, yeah, it's it so fun. It really like so is. So much fun. So yeah. much
1: fun. I have never done them, but I've seen the results of many of them and the results can end up being absolutely amazing and sometimes not so much so but really good ones can be really good you know like we last year we had uh, a finalist in the film in the film festival and uh, that that was from a 48 hour film festival challenge film challenge and so you know these these films can be made really high quality and um, and and sometimes doing things and not having that opportunity to overthink them some genius things can come out sometimes overthinking is the death of creativity so um yeah it's it's a, 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 I know that it's a big challenge it's a it's a fun fun weekend but it's also um you know a, a, like i said earlier a, a place to really stretch your creativity and and see see where it can go um, it launches on, we haven't, we, our location is still to be determined, but we do know that it's launching on the same day as the um, London Film Office's networking party. So they are doing a networking event for all of the filmmakers in the London region uh, so that everybody can get together, hear what's going on in the industry. Um, get get to know each other a little bit. And so all of the teams are, um, well, they have to at least send one member from each team, but they're all welcome to come down as long as they're all of drinking age to <laughs> to the bar <laughs> and um, and have the uh, uh, join in on the networking, hear what's going on in the industry. I mean, it really could be a death stone for some people into the industry. Absolutely.
0: And that, that kind of goes to another question I had for, for both of you, really. But Talking about students, while well, we're on you know, the Interabank podcast here at Fanshawe, we do have a lot of students, and I'm sure, as Carson knows, a, a very large population that are really interested in, in the film industry. So I'd love to know from, from both of your perspectives, why do you think uh, student involvement would be so important, not just for this for this 48-hour challenge, I'll call it, but also just for the film industry in itself and how it's going to continue growing into the future?
1: Yeah, it's it's really important as a student of film, television, any media, um, any media uh, content creation um, students. It's it's really important to put yourself out there. Uh, It's a it's a really desirable world to be in. And there's a lot of people working to get into it. And um, it is a little bit of who, you know. It really is. So getting to know people and let them know that what your skills are um, is really important. And at the same time, keeping on top of an ever-changing landscape is really important. This is an industry that people... Can't go into and then stop learning. They they need to continue to learn every year. There's new stuff. So going to conferences, going and doing things like this 48-hour film challenge, they are essential to continuing to get better, do get good jobs um, in this industry. So, you know, I can't stress enough how important it is. For students to get out there and start to experience that that world,
2: yeah, totally. I I mean, just to kind of um, touch on a few things that you mentioned there. uh, um, Yeah, if if you're interested in it, there's it's one of the it's a weird art form because it is an art form, but there's also a business side to it. And the fact of the matter is, it's one of the few art forms that you it's you're going to always struggle to get further ahead if you don't know people somebody's going to help you lend you a hand and help you out we we love to help other filmmakers we really do so and uh and the people who don't we don't forget that we don't forget that that person decide not to help you and they tend to not go too far in their career themselves but the people i'm telling you most filmmakers the vast majority of them want to help you advance your career that's why you need to know people more than anything thing is uh, because their knowledge base might might stretch far beyond yours, or it might be in a different category than yours, and yours uh, might benefit them as well. Um, I know I've suggested many people to colleagues that I'm like, okay, listen, his uh, his or her knowledge base might not quite be there yet, but they're a hard worker, and I promise you, if you stick with them, that they'll become one of your best employees. I've done that many times, um, and I'll continue to do it. Um, Students, I'm in a really weird category because I get to see. I'm literally in my one of my filmmaking classes at uh, Beale, and uh, tomorrow I'll be teaching at um, Fanshawe, and this is the next generation of voices that we have coming through, and they're unique, they're interesting, they have stories to tell that are different than the stories we had to tell, so um, and, uh, learning how to tell them on screen, which is a completely different way than telling it through. Um, uh, like writing a novel or anything like that. It's a a visual medium. It's a completely different way to tell it. Um, and we're interested in those stories. So, uh, I want to know what these students want to say and I want them to be able to create their films. Um, and I want them to get out there so that we can grow the industry in Len Ontario because it is that next generation that's going to be working in that industry. So,
1: Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing we should just mention also, uh, people coming up into this world, into this field um, in London is that Film London is a fairly new um, uh, new office. It's only been around just, just barely a year now. And they are really looking to build the industry and to build it so that people can work here and not have to go to one of the hubs, Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, um, and be able to make a living still uh, and a good living while while working from where they live. So um, the building of that database is really important for Film London. Engaging as, as projects start to come here, we need to have people registered on the database at Film London. Um, you know, students that that know that know their way around the gear, that that understand the technology um, that they're working with, and can do a good job, and start working their way up through the film industry um, here in London. So, uh, if you haven't checked out the Film London or a London film (laughs) website and registration and you're in film and content creation, you should definitely check it out and put yourself on there. That's
0: amazing. I'd love to go back to and talk about City 48 again, going back to the the big challenge you were talking about in the beginning, but I'd really love to know from both of your perspectives, what do you hope to see coming back, you know, in 2022, kind of more so out of the, the pandemic sort of things we can, be in large gatherings, especially now with mask mandates lifting. So I'd love to know what your host, maybe starting with Carson, what you guys are hoping to see come out of this forest city 48.
2: Oh, out of the forest city 48. Um, I just want to see a whole bunch of, New. I want. I I want to see the familiar faces, but I want to see a whole bunch of new and fresh face faces. Um. I want to. I want people to kind of. It's it's an opportunity to get out of that kind of cycle that a lot of us has gotten into, including myself, which is like, um. You know, it's hard to leave the couch when the the beer fridge is so close. So uh, <laughs> to be able to step out and and connect with people again and create and content create and it's it. it it really is a cathartic experience to be able to tell your story on screen and to film and be around people and and collaborate together to tell, to make something that's bigger than just me. Even if it is just a 48 hour film festival, it is technically still something that's larger than me. It's a collaborative group effort to make it. So um, it's a great opportunity to, to get out of that routine. I don't want to call it a rut because it might not be a rut, but like to get, to get back to some, Normalcy, but have fun doing it. It's a great way to get back uh, uh, to get out of the house and just like challenge yourself. Um, And yeah, again, it's just like such a cathartic experience. So I hope uh, people get out to appreciate and appreciate that.
1: I really want to see people coming together and finding new connections. That's what I really want to see. If that if that's what comes out of the Forest City 48, uh, be great to see a couple of films that are good enough to you know make the final run up to the. Uh, becoming official selections at the film festival in the fall. Um, that would be, that'd be amazing. But even if that doesn't happen and um, the films that, that come out, you know, struggle with things here and there, the big thing that really, really is wonderful is seeing people come together, make connections and um, start to talk about bigger projects, doing really cool things down the road. Driving things forward.
2: Yeah. I just want to reiterate something that you touched on earlier, Dorothy, which was uh, you mentioned that, um, and we talked a little bit about uh, if your skill set, if you don't even feel like it's it's there yet. No, this is a perfect opportunity for you to, to connect with people whose skill set is there. Um, remember that story is king always. Um, we will forgive bad video we you know like if we have a really good story we just want to hear more of it so if you have a great story but you don't think you have the like production know-how we have plenty of people with production know-how so um please do come out um would be what i would uh, hope that people take away the <laughs> <laughs> king it always will be so
1: Well,
0: this sounds absolutely amazing. I can't even wait to see what comes out of the the 4City48 that's, oh, it's going to be so amazing. And I want to thank you guys again, both Carson and Dorothy. Thank you so much for joining us here on the InteraBank podcast. It's been nothing short of an honor to have you both here. And I can't wait to see what comes up, not only with this challenge, but also the film festival coming up in the fall. I'm so excited to see what's going to come out. And like you were saying, see people make the connections again and, and see everyone coming together in that community sense that London is is known for. So thank you guys so much. Thank Thanks, Amy. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interrobang podcast. You can catch up with every episode on Google Play, Apple Music, and Spotify. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe.